Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Tuesday, September 8th, 2020, and this is day 925 of our journey together. (laughs) Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we honor you and praise you. Thank you so, so much, my Lord, for waking us up to see another beautiful day that you created just for us. Help us, Father, to keep in mind all that you've given us to do for this day, that we look at it as a pure joy uh, to go forth and fulfill the purpose that you've given us. Help us, Lord, to show your love to others, the agape love, unconditional love to others. I ask, Father, that you will comfort the brokenhearted and heal the sick, and bless those who may be in financial need. I ask, my Lord, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Today's message is no more walls. Yep, the barriers have been destroyed. There should be no barriers anymore. There should be unity. Um, And we know that the Bible says in the last days, it will get worse. But in the meantime, what do we do as believers? Do we just sit back and say, oh, well, this is what's going to happen. These are the last days. People are going to be at each other. They're going to be trying to destroy one another. And or or should we still be about our father's business, uh, sharing the love of Jesus and building the kingdom of God? Yes, that's right. That's what we should be doing. Continuing the work of the Lord, no matter how much time is left, because the goal is to share the love of Jesus and hoping that somebody might choose to accept the Lord as their Savior. All right. So we're going to be coming out of uh, Ephesians chapter 2, verses 11 through 22. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 11 through 22. And this is Paul speaking to the Ephesians. And he says, Therefore, remember that formerly you who are Gentiles by birth and called uncircumcised by those who call themselves the circumcision, which is done in the body by human hands. Remember that at that time you were separate from Christ, excluded and from citizenship in Israel, foreigners to the covenants of the promise without hope and without God in the world. So uh, the circumcised were the Jews. They were the ones. So before Christ came, I'm going to share with you out of my uh, commentary in my new international version of the Bible, just to give a good understanding of that uh, circumcision and uncircumcision. Um, so, uh, it says that uh, the pious Jews uh, considered all non-Jews uh, the uncircumcised. Uh, pious Jews, it says, were the circumcised. Ceremonially unclean is what that meant. And they thought of themselves as pure and clean because of their national heritage and religious ceremonies. Paul pointed out that Jews and Gentiles alike were unclean before God and needed to be cleansed by Christ. In order to realize how great a gift salvation is, we need to remember our formal, former nature, unclean condition. Okay, so anyway, that part, so understanding that um, 
the circumcision was the Jews, uh, it says the pious Jews, those who thought they were better than others, and they would flaunt that over those that were Gentiles because at that time the Gentiles were not included in uh, in uh, in the as being the chosen ones, the chosen ones that Jesus, uh, that God chose. The Jews were um, his chosen people. Then, though, when Jesus came and he died and rose up from the grave, uh, and once uh, he did that, he reconciled us all back to God. Now we're all heirs and joint heirs uh, of of the kingdom of God uh, with Jesus Christ. And uh, the way we become joint heirs, everyone must receive him as their Lord and Savior to be now considered uh, part of the kingdom of God. And no matter whether you're Jew or Gentile, not to say uh, that the Jews are, were not God's chosen people, but and they were. Uh, however, once we become uh, Christians, believers in Jesus Christ, we are also Jews. So we're indoctrinated into the family. All right. So that's my uh, <laughs> interpretation of that. So. All right, so it says here, verse 12, remember that at that time you were separate from Christ, uh, the uncircumcised, excluded from citizenship in Israel and foreigners to the covenants of the promise without hope and without God in the world. But now in Christ Jesus, you who once were far away have been brought near by the blood of Christ, for he himself is our peace who has made the two groups one. So the circumcised and the uncircumcised or the Jews and the Gentiles are now two groups that now are one. And this destroyed the barrier, the dividing wall of hostility by setting aside in his flesh the law uh, which it with, with its commands and regulations. His purpose was to create in himself one new humanity out of the two, thus making peace, and in one body to reconcile both of them to God through the cross by which he put to death their hostility. So when Jesus died on that cross, he took on the sins of everybody, even the people that were weren't even, had not even existed yet. Every sin was paid for. Uh, we were um, like hostages and to sin and Jesus came and paid the ransom for our debt for our what we owed the debt we could not pay he paid for it with his life and and you know rising up victorious over death hell and the grave uh, verse 17 he came and preached peace to you who were far away and peace to those who were near for through him we both have access to the father to the Father by one Spirit. Consequently, you are no longer foreigners and strangers, but fellow citizens with God's people and also members of his household. That's why I said now we're joint heirs with Christ. And uh, now we are considered Jews as well once we accept Jesus Christ. We are citizens. <laughs> oh, glory to God of the kingdom. Okay, so it says... Uh, with God's people and also members of his household built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets with Christ Jesus himself as the chief 
cornerstone. So the cornerstone is what holds the building together. In him, the whole building is joined together and rises to become a holy temple in the Lord. And in him, you too are being built together to become a dwelling in which God lives by his spirit. So really, it's not about the four walls, uh, the building anymore. We are that building. We are the body of Christ and all people that love the Lord, that are saved, that are believers in Christ Jesus, that have made him Lord of their life. Now we are that body. We are the temple of the Holy Spirit. All right, so let me go to point number one. When you hear about division, unfair treatment, or barriers against certain people because of who they are, the color of their skin, uh, where they live, the language they speak, what what thoughts come to your mind? Uh, do you get angry uh, to the point of taking matters into your own hands? If so, you need to make a shift in your mindset by taking on the mind of Christ in every area of our lives. You notice how, you know, you're saved, you know, you love the Lord and uh, you do fine. You don't go out clubbing, you don't drink, you don't you don't smoke, you don't get high, you're not uh, committing sexual immorality. But there's certain other things that might trigger you, you know, uh, unfair treatment. That gets me. <laughs> and it might trigger you. And if you're not careful, though, it could trigger you to a point where you get angry and then bitter. And then hatred could build up against other people because of what they're doing, uh, unfair treatment there. Uh, imparting onto others. So we have to be careful and make sure that we give that to God as well, you know, so that we have the total mind of Christ for every area of our life. Uh, Paul was admonishing the Ephesians to live together in peace through Christ Jesus. Verse 14 says, for he himself is our peace who has made the two groups one. And has destroyed the barriers, the dividing wall of hostility. So you notice even right now, there's walls built up. And there are people trying to keep those walls intact to keep hostility alive. That's keeping Satan alive. And it's all based upon the bottom line, fear. Fear of what we're going to lose or fear of what we'll have to give up. And God is saying, fear is not who he is. Fear is not of God. Fear is of Satan. God did not give us a spirit of fear. You see, fear is a spirit. He's and and there are many evil spirits out there that that prey upon people and bring about fear. But God said, I gave you power, love, and a sound mind. So our minds have to be intact. And he's given us power to do that. And then love overcomes everything because God is love. So this is our answer to all of the inequities, uh, racism, sexism, classism. All of the isms <laughs> have been destroyed by the blood of Jesus. Point number two, we as believers should be the example of this beautiful unity in Christ Jesus. But unfortunately, we still have a ways to go. One of the most um, segregated places is the church on Sunday mornings when we were having church on a regular basis. Uh, Why is that? Could it be 
that we choose to hang out with those who are like us, people that we feel comfortable with. And I'm not just talking about race either. I'm talking about class. I'm talking about, uh, you know, um, uh, status. Uh, you know, it could be uh, our um, educational level, all of those things. And uh, God is saying um, he wants us to have unity one with another, right? It takes intentional, purposeful work to step out of our comfort zone, to truly get to know others on the other side of the systemic, uh-huh, systemic barriers. These barriers uh, have been put in place systematically uh, since the beginning of time <laughs> and uh, since the 1600s with slavery. Those uh, systemic uh, systematic uh, boundaries and barriers, I'll say, have been put in place and have continued to be put in place uh, against many people because uh, some are thought to be not pure, some are thought to not be uh, good enough. And so they've been put in place by Satan to keep us in hostility with each other. We must begin to walk together in the freedom of God's love. So here is the challenge. Ah, y'all, this is real now. (laughs) This is all of our challenge. Over the next 30 days, you know, starting from today, so that would be uh, through Thursday, October the 8th. So we'll, we'll, God will give us a format where we're going to report back. But here's what, here's the goal. Uh, Over the next 30 days, the challenge is to begin to step out of your comfort zone and have conversation or interaction with people who don't look like you, uh, maybe don't act like you, (laughs) don't think like you, uh, but have kind, respectful, loving conversation. It could just be a smile, hello, or whatever, but it may get deeper. Uh, And and in a safe space. I mean, don't, you know, you know what I mean. All right. (laughs) And uh, conversation and then journal it. All right, write it out what happened. Or uh, if you're better at uh, putting it on your phone under notes, uh, put it there. Or if you're better at writing, write it out. It might be just a few sentences. Hey, ran into this person when I went to Aldi's and, and we said hello or talked about, you know, what we, uh, what type of nuts we like to eat, walnuts, cashews, whatever that is. Or uh, ran into somebody when I, um, you know, went to the hardware store and, uh, you know, we were talking about our dogs and just, and they were of a different race or different culture. And, you know, just make a note and then how we, uh, you know, we should begin to intentionally, uh, you know, accept others. Because I, I see many times, I remember when I we started our bakery down at Crown Center. Oh, man, Anna, that might have been a good 10 years ago. And I remember uh, before starting the bakery, uh, this may have been a year prior. I didn't even know we were going to start our bakery there. But I was there uh, with my granddaughter or something. I couldn't remember. And I was sitting in a space and people just walked. It was really jam-packed, though. But people walked like almost crushed me and acted as though I wasn't there. Like I was invisible. (laughs) 
And I thought, wow, Lord. And, and the Lord showed me something at that moment that that's how people do Jesus. They act like he doesn't exist. And we just walk all around him and, and we're needing help and crying out for help. And he's right there. Um, I challenge you. And I all along, and had no clue that that's where God was going to have us. And when we were there, uh, we made friends with all walks of life because they were our customers and they came in and we were this captive audience with one another. And while at the cash register, it wasn't silence. We talked and had conversation with people of all walks of life, mainly white people and understand and the support uh, that was given us uh, by other cultures was absolutely amazing and just just beautiful. Uh, but then outside of the bakery, it was different, you know. Um, so that is why it is important for us to intentionally uh, make it a point. All the division that's going on in the world, all the killings and all of that, I I know that, um, you know, again, I've said it's the last days. However, we as believers can begin to make a difference with one person at a time, winning souls, building the kingdom of God. That is our goal. And in order to do that, while we're out, you might have a card you give someone. I remember someone came into the bakery and they had teddy bears, the little bitty teddy bears with a little note on them tied around their necks with a, a card on it, with a message. And she was giving those out to people. And they were. it was about salvation. It was absolutely beautiful. So whatever it is God gives you, you might not be someone that talks a lot, but you might give someone a card uh, that's an encouraging one. My sister Jill had bought these cards from a young man who created these beautiful uh, watercolor cards and they had inspirational, uplifting uh, words on them. And she would give them out to people. And it started conversation. Um, I remember last Christmas, the Lord had us uh, invite people over to the church on Christmas Day. And uh, people that we didn't know, um, you know, of course, invite the people that go to the church. But now let's interact with people we don't know. So uh, I went to the library uh, not far from the church on um, 30th and, and then Prospect. Uh, the Blueford Library, and handed out flyers, uh, put the flyers on the wall, but I knew people might not see them. So I walked around the library, they gave me permission to do so, and, and invited people personally and gave them a flyer about where to come to and all of that. And I know, you know, the numbers deal, the stats that you have to hit to, to get 10 people, <laughs> maybe invite 50 people that you don't know, and hopefully you'll, or 100 and you'll get 10. But um, anyway, it wasn't that many people that I gave it to. It might have been 30. Well, I was grateful to see that 10% of those did come, if not more. It might have been a good uh, four to five people that showed up, and they were of different ethnicities. And we got to sit around the table and just talk to each other and laugh, played games, and, and broke bread together. And it was just absolutely amazing how God did that. And, uh, and we had the word and uh, just talked about the Lord and talked about our lives and, you know, where each other was from. And I missed that. And, and that's, see, that's what's going to 
tear down the walls of hostility. When you know somebody, uh, really know them, you're you're more likely to not bring harm upon them. You, you're not going to want to hurt them because it's somebody you care about. Uh, and I think it's important to know, for people to know that they are loved. And uh, what better group to share the love uh, than those who are uh, who love Jesus Christ. All right, so 30 days. I'm going to be reminding you, and we're going to, God is going to give us a format. I don't know what, if it's going to be a Zoom meeting, whatever it is, we'll come together and share uh, what took place over the 30 days. All right, all right. Now, if you don't know Jesus, that would be the first step. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. This is an important step. This is an eternity step. That's why it's so crucial, y'all, for us to get outside the walls. If it means getting out there and calling people on the phone, whatever it takes, because we do need to remain safe. Do what we need to do. All right? And I love you all so, so much. Uh, May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor, and give you his peace. In Jesus' name. Amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And please check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E, Be Like Boy, U-Y-C-K-S Ministries.org, and uh, share the messages with others. Also, you can check us out on any of the other podcast outlets. Please subscribe to our website by entering your first and last name and your email address and receive the four Greek words for love and get a better understanding of God's agape love. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you, and I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.